Welcome to Quarter Life Hack, a podcast created for millennials by millennials. We'll be discussing relatable topics to empower and hack your quarter life journey. So stay tuned while we share and you learn. Welcome back to another episode of Quarter Life Hack. This is Nicholas. And I am Nikki. First of all, we'd like to wish you all a happy new year. We hope that you had an amazing and enjoyable time in this festive season. Mm-hmm. Um, we certainly do. Yep, we spend our Christmas and New Year with our loved ones and we certainly have a memory memories. Yeah, we're actually currently in Singapore with our family members. Uh, we just came back from Hong Kong for from Christmas and we definitely had a great time. Certainly do, yeah. Uh, this period is, is really probably the best time to reflect... You know, what what we did in 2019. And that is what this episode is going to be about. We want to share our reflection on 2019. What we learned from it. Because I think that's the most important part. And the hacks to empower your 2020. So, maybe, Nicholas, can you sh- yeah share what is... what how, how is 2019 for you? Wow, I think that's... um. That's a tough question, to be honest. I think 2019 has been, um, I would say, an ups and downs, I guess. Um, probably for you too, and, and, and certainly for myself. Um, and, the way, and the reason why I say it is because I think we have gone through um, a bit of a change. Yep. Especially when we are going through this new phase of life. Mm-hmm. Um, well, for me, even though I am still a student, technically, in this 2019... But um, I've gone through a bit of an uncertainty period where I'm still deciding of whether I want to pursue my um, my studies or whether I should look for a job. And I think that is something that you are also facing previously. Right. Yes. So just to give you a bit of context, uh, Nicholas and I, we both uh, had the same degree, Bachelor of Commerce. Yep. And we finished that or we graduate pretty much in 2019. Right, which is this, yeah, which is last year. <laughs> okay, yeah, last year, right? Yeah, um, and I think right after graduation, everyone has the same question: what to do next? Yes, and uh, Nicholas, that that's where Nicholas is, you know, starting to wonder whether he should pursue honors, which is one of the options, or start working, like yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think maybe you don't feel as much because you got a job offer before you even graduate or finish your your mm-hmm. your degree. But I think that is something that I think a lot of us gone through. Where after your degree, it's like, uh, what's next? It's like literally when I, I I just finished my last paper, it was like one of the one of the shittier feelings because like I really don't know what else to do. At least before the exams, I have like one goal to pursue on, which is like. Uh, I have to study for my exams. But after exams, it's like freedom. That's a good part. Yes, you don't have to study anymore, but you're really pretty much quite lost. So um, I've been looking for jobs and I also have been thinking whether I want to do honors. And I think I did a lot of reflection during that period of time. And I think um, that deserves, that's why a, a good summary for this. And because uh, the uncertainty really is something that a lot of people are relatable about. So how do you cope with the uncertainty? How do you make the uncertainty certain? I think that is something that we all want because when we're going through this uncertainty period, we always just want to 
we always think back about, ah, I want to go back to where things are certain. And I think you have to realize that there, there, there are things that, 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 that is have to move on and you can't be certain about a lot of the different things. I think that's something that you really learn, have to learn how to accept that the yep. uncertainties, that's, that's just the real, that's just the, the truth about life, I guess, that mm. things are going to be uncertain whether or not you like it, you see? That's right. And I think out of the uncertainty, um, I learned to appreciate more of the things that I'm certain about. Like, such as uh, when I'm saying about the certain ones is those that uh, have been by my side through all the years. And that can that, that includes my family, my loved ones. Um, because I think during those uncertainty period, you feel a, a, a little bit of a down moment where you feel like, oh no, life has been turning away from me. Um, I really don't know what else to do with my life. And it has a lot of negative connotations or negative thoughts that you have been running into your minds a lot of times. So, and you start to like look at like your loved ones who has been there. You start to appreciate things um, that you used to not appreciate because of that uh, down moments. And I think that's something that I have to be grateful for actually. So even though it is a tough moments, I honestly <laughs> think that it is one of the tougher moments in the year. But um, I, I've gone through it and I start to appreciate more things, I guess. Okay. So during these uncertainty moments, you realize that there are a lot of certain moments uh, or things that gives you a lot of appreciation on those. Yeah, yeah. And, and those are the ones that actually empower you to go through those uncertain moments. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it's just that when you are uncertain, as you as you mentioned earlier, you're you're looking for things to be certain about. Mm. But sometimes the certain things that you're you're certain about is no longer <laughs> the experiences that you had because that all the condition, the environment that you had changes. Then you kind of look at the other certain moments, like your the, the people around you, like the families, your friends, your partners, mm -hmm. and those are the people that are pretty much pretty certain in because they're the closer ones to you and you kind of see them in a different perspective now from from those times when you're certain sometimes when you're when you're at the moments where you're very comfortable you kind of take things very granted for them like ah uh, they will be there you know yeah but then when you're facing uncertainty suddenly mm. you'll be like oh wow so many things have mm. changed but there's still things that you will say that don't really change as much and in a good way those th those people right. that will stick by you right by your side and all that so as much as they um they empower you to make decisions right they mm -hmm. they they guide you they support you but after all you you are the one who make the decisions whether to you know start working or do honors and i'm pretty sure everyone is going to have different circumstances uh different situations but there will always be that dilemma right yes. where there's option a b c and so on but how do you actually make your own personal choice to go for this option, which is honest, Ooh. instead of other options? How do you actually make that decision, the logical sense on it? Well, to be honest, I think that's what where things can get really tough, isn't it? Because especially when things aren't as obvious. It's like when you're doing for work and when you are whether you want to pursue for honors, a lot of people will give you so many different uh different perspectives. 
um, your family members will say, oh, why don't you just go look for work? And some of, like, my parents were, like, quite supportive in terms of going honest. But some of my siblings will be like, um, why not just go for work? Like, honors, what kind of value will honors be? So ultimately, it still comes back to you. Um, it's, it's hard, I guess. You can say that you want to write pros and cons and all that. But um, nevertheless, whatever choices that you made is um, something that hopefully that you have thought it through. And hopefully that uh, those people that are actually quite supportive of you. Okay. So if someone that is going through a dilemma phase like yourself last year, yeah. uh, what advice, hacks, tips that you can give to them? I'll say try, try, try to just um, appreciate those uh, moments because... To be honest, um, those moments teach me a lot of valuable lessons. As much as it is so hard for you to think about it because you're like at the such low moments, um, try to just be aware of like those um, those things that you're thinking about. Like start to be appreciative of your family members and all that stuff because those stuff usually only comes at those moments. Um, so um, that's kind of like one thing I will try to take away. From those moments um but yeah just don't be so scared about being uncertain because i can be sure that this is not going to be the only uncertain moments in life and i think going having to go through these uncertain moments makes it better for me to deal in the uncertain moments in the future so i i i, I gotta say i think the hack will be just to be very optimistic and i think i would say it's hard there's there's no easy way but by being optimist i guess you are looking at a different perspective and i think that's the only way i think or probably the best way to deal with these uncertain moments because everyone will have so, to face yeah. it anyway yeah like you, you can't just like <clears throat> be ignorant and like oh this is just uh this is not this is not going through with me right now and being ignorant and all that you just have to deal with it mm-hmm. but with a positive mindset that's that's pretty yeah, much it i mean th- that is very true i mean like be it like uh option a and option b where you have to choose either one of them. I think one of them is to actually, as as much as there's obviously that pros and cons, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously your heart will be telling you to lean on one side slightly. Mm-hmm. One of the important thing is to just to make the decision and be optimistic about it. Yes. You yes. Know, try not to dwell on it too much where sometimes you go, you pick option A and then like suddenly uh, two months later, you're like, oh my God, how oh, I wish I could have just changed back time and do option B. But, you know, just go through option A, yeah. you know, be it good or bad. Even though you know down the road, you're like, oh no, uh, I'm starting to regret this. But like, be d- be optimistic about it. You know, mm-hmm. there's things that you can learn. Even if, it, if it's a bad decision, it's it's better than making no decisions, Right. Because sometimes we keep dwelling on it too much that we just make no decisions and we just procrastinate uh, and think about it mm-hmm. when actually just making one of the decisions, be it good or bad, mm-hmm. could be be the key. Yeah, and right? even, even if you made a bad decisions, to be honest, um, it depends on you whether you think of it as a bad decision per se. You know, it could it could just be a, a learning experience for yourself. Yeah. You know, like a bad decisions. Then you think about it. Why do you even make the decision at the first place? Is there something that you can learn from it? The decision making process that you should have in place instead. Like something that yep. you have to thought about, think about in, in the future. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it always thinks about these perspectives. And if you were to look at the optimistic uh, point of view all the time, 
which is very hard. Um, there's actually not much. There's actually no bad decisions, right? All decisions are actually a learning decisions. Yeah, you know for sure. One that either go along your way, uh, according to what you want, and those that will not go according to your way. Yeah. Uh, but those will be a learning experience, and that will be just a shift of mindset to be optimistic rather than pessimistic, right? Yeah. Which yeah. is what you said. Being optimistic gives you a lot of that learning points yes and yes. gives you a bit of that hope as well yeah that yep. everything will turn out fine yep. um yep for sure for sure wow yeah how about how about you share a bit of yourself like what what has been your um 2019 been i think um it's very interesting because um i think we share a bit we share very some something very similar even though we are in two different scenarios yeah you had a uncertain and uncertain moments where you want to make decisions where for myself I was lucky enough to have a certain mm. I have certainties I have certainties because I have uh, I have an offer in place for me that I've already accepted prior to 2019 and I know that for certain I'll be working there yeah you know so that that is something certain mm-hmm. so even in the midst of certainty there's a lot of <laughs> uncertainty involved as well you know how's the work culture gonna be like mm. how it's how it's me changing to a full-time work life mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and that's what the uncertainty which is the change yeah yeah right so uh similar to having a uncertainty being you know gonna be the constant yeah change is also the only constant it's gonna be changed yes. every single time but for me 2019 has been a really huge change Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, obviously, every other year is is changing, but twenty nineteen has been a huge change because uh, not only I just changed from a full time student role to a full time uh, employee, uh, I my social life has changed as well. You know, when you are in uni, you have a lot of friends that's by your side doing the mm-hmm. same degree, study together, but when you're working, you you don't have that same social circle yeah Yeah. and because we're international students in australia most of our friends are also overseas Mm -hmm. and also that means that their options are to go back to their home country yeah yeah uh be it indonesia singapore any other countries Mm -hmm. but most of our social circle that we are have we have been close to in the past years Mm -hmm. uh went back to the home country yeah so to me everything suddenly changed quite drastically. And this also includes my girlfriend as well. <laughs> so my girlfriend I have been with uh, went back to Indonesia for good. Mm. Um, which means that, yes, my, my whole lifestyle changes drastically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, working lifestyle yeah. has to have to adapt. Even the social lifestyle, which is uh, after work, yeah. has to adapt so yeah. then if you think about it that's like close to 80% of my day to day life has to change yeah. has to change in yeah. that one year and and, and that's why I feel like 2019 has been a year of change yeah. and how I, how I how I cope with the change actually taught me a lot mm, okay. right what, what are some of the ways that you cope with it how I cope with it Okay, let, let me actually share with how I <laughs> go through uh, a bit of my coping mechanism and uh, um, 
I think firstly, what comes to mind when you had change or what comes naturally when uh, change comes to you, it's rejection mm. and uh, refusal and a lot of resistance, definitely. I feel so, that, yeah. th- I think the first phase of my my change, which is the first part of 2019, was a lot of uh, resistance to change. Yeah. Denial. Yeah, resistance comes many ways. Yeah. And denial is one of them. Yeah. It could be even dwelling on it. Yes. You know, you just keep thinking, oh man, this time of the year, you know, I have, I was in uni, yeah. I was hanging out with so-and-so. Um, a lot of times it was like, Pretty much, uh, usually because of the f- social circle that you have, you you have a go-to friends. Yeah. You know something that maybe even after after school or work you have someone to go to with. You know yeah. to hang out, uh, chit chat about, or even during weekends. You know you have you usually have stuff to do during the weekends, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the full year or, or pretty much the past years, it has been like that. You you you're quite certain of who you want to go out with, yeah. but then because of this change, it. it it actually changes a lot. It it, it, it makes it very uh, uncertain who you want to hang out with now. Yeah. Um, those things that you worry about, I mean, those things that you don't worry about previously, yeah. like like who you want to hang out with, suddenly you're like, oh crap, uh, who am I supposed to hang out with? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolutely true. And and, and that's where it, you, you start to wonder and reflect. Uh, so actually during the first resistance resistance <laughs> uh, during the first uh, when I when I resist this you know, I start to dwell and I, I start to feel uncomfortable when you know your weekends are just full of just staying at home feeling alone in yourself you know by yourself yeah. so you you do feel you know you, you feel you feel uneasy yeah you feel like ah, like man what, what am I supposed to do with my time right now you know who am I supposed to hang out with and then you start to you, you start to actively search for friends you start to actively search for friends and um, and then you start to think, you know, so obviously these friends are uh, someone, you know, a different group of friends. So you have a very different dynamic, mm. right? So the way of thinking, the way we, what we converse about is different. And so, you know, you, you start to reflect also what are the type of friends that you want to be around with. Mm. Um, and, and, and so I think that where it, it leaves me to have a lot of time for by myself to reflect. Mm. You know, after all this, it it comes to actually a lot of time by myself yeah, to reflect. But, and I think that's the most important part, isn't it? Because yes. I think I think part of change is, as you say, ch- change is the only constant. It pretty much like anyone w- will have to go through it, nevertheless. And but yep. we are always in denial. We are always in like, uh, like we 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 don't experience change because yeah. it is such an we uncomfortable moment. We, we hate it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think reflection is always the, the the important part of change. Yep, the first initial part of change. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and so, that's what I did. Uh, I mean, obviously, we always thought that you know, spending alone with yourself has always that negative connotation to it. You know, that means like you, oh, you're a loner. You have yeah. no friends. I think I think yeah. that's also something that is very hard to deal with because suddenly that you are like, I would say your social circles become smaller. Um, me myself included, and I think that's something that's very hard to accept. Considering that we used to have a larger social circle and we used to yep. hang out more, and now that you have to kind of a bit change in your lifestyle in a bit, you you have more time to yourself, and that is something that um, is quite uncomfortable in it the is. first place. You'll it be is. like, ah, I really want to go out. Yes, but uh, 
I really don't know who. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm naturally an extrovert, right? So hanging out and having all that social circle, it's actually a very natural instinct. And and so suddenly having to have a lot of alone time with myself feels very uneasy to me. But it can be a good thing if you think about it. Like I guess in hindsight... Um, wh- wh- what do you think about the, those moments actually? Yes, so actually that, that's what I realized which is uh, the positive side to having alone time with yourself and I think that's where a lot of us especially us millennials mm-hmm. we, 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 we tend to be we, we tend to look at social as a you value know, a, a value, yes like uh, the social circle that you have how many friends that you hang out yes. with yes it's like yeah. you know people always always value those uh those stuff yeah and now i think i value a lot of alone time with myself yeah um you know just having you know just doing house chores you know mm. um finding out what you really want so i actually do 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 find out quite a few things that uh i realized during mm-hmm. that alone time myself such thing like uh i really realized that badminton for mm-hmm. example was a huge value to me Mm. Right, such that I really want to improve my skills. So I in t- twenty nineteen I took part uh, in training for mm. badminton to really improve my skills in badminton. That's one example. Another example was even reflection on, as what I mentioned before was, uh, what kind of friends I truly want and what are my true intentions of hanging out with certain group of friends. Mm. Wow. You know, those those are the reflection and the questions that you ask yourself when you had that alone time, right? And sometimes, let's let's just face it, a lot of times we we don't have mainly good intentions um, all the time, right? Sometimes you hang out with a friend because that that group of friends uh, looks cool, you know. You want to be Um, associated with them. Exactly. You want to be associated (laughs) with them because they they seem a bit more sociable, they have a good social standing, uh, social status, all that, yes. And and so that that that, that reflects right. Yeah. Like what is what are your true intentions of sometimes hanging out with that certain group of friends, and that's where you and then you start to question again. Like, what are you know what are the type of friends that you really want to be yeah. around with? Because yeah. you, the people that you're around with can determine who you are. Yes. Yes. Right, and I think that that can be another episode on its own, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I think that's a huge portion yeah. of our lives, which yeah. is the environment and the people around you, and so that's where the reflection comes in, and I I now appreciate a lot of that uh, me moment, um, self alone time. You can do it via meditation. I think you do that quite a bit every yeah. day, yeah. Uh, and and I I learned that from you. Mm-hmm. So I, I do meditation. Uh, I started doing meditation actually. Mm-hmm. And and that also brings me to my spiritual belief as well. I, mm-hmm. I realized that I I don't know what's my spiritual belief. I, was, I wasn't very religious to mm-hmm. begin with. I know that I'm born Buddhist. My family is Buddhist. But I don't really know what Buddhism is about. That's so true. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I, think, I think that I think a lot of uh, Buddhists can also uh, relate on that. And so 2019... Um, has been a year for me to actually reflect on that. Mm-hmm. And that was when I also start um, doing a lot of stuff to actually help me answer those questions. Mm-hmm. So I volunteer more in monasteries, mm-hmm. uh, in mm-hmm. Buddhist society as well. Even though I'm out of uni, I'm still back in uni for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that has really taught me a lot of that <clears throat> okay. Buddhist teachings and that religious belief. So 
<clears throat> the audience out there, like, what what sort of like tips or hacks that you want that you can provide with them in terms of the reflections mm. um, going through? How 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 do you better going through their reflections? Yeah, yeah. I think better to do their reflection is really nothing as simple as just having time with yourself. Yeah, yeah. I think that that is such an undervalued mm. thing that uh, I hope that. Someone could have told me at the start of the year to do yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and having alone with yourself is not just you playing with your phone and yeah. looking at people's life, right? No, that's not alone time with yourself. Yeah. Alone time with yourself is really for you to, uh, you know, even just going out to the gym, going out for a walk on the park, yes. you know, having yes. meditation where you focus on your breathing yes. and see what's your thoughts and feelings. That is those alone time, right? Yeah. Or even just, you know, cooking, you know, yeah. sometimes I like I like to cook. Uh, I used to cook with my girlfriend. Now I cook with myself. So <laughs> that's my alone time. Uh, <laughs> part of my meditation uh, as well. Um, and that's why I realized, you know, have you, haven't you felt the moments where when you're in the shower, when you have nothing to do, yeah. but just, uh, just you showering, <laughs> you really have a lot of that reflection moment. Yeah. And that's because you have a lot of time with yourself, <laughs> right? You don't have time with your phones. You don't have your mind thinking mm-hmm. elsewhere. But really, your time, your mind focusing on yourself, yeah, yeah. and not other things. Yeah, and I think the hardest thing to do there is to value those alone time because oftentimes, if you have the options of whether to be alone or whether to be with someone else, I mean, for most extroverts, um, or for those people who are yeah, who's extroverted who likes to mingle around, yep. they will choose hang out with people even if the people might not be um, someone that you want to hang out with in terms of like the intentions and all that yes. might not be good you see so people it's, it's very hard to find the value of like staying home and like yes just being alone reading books just getting to know about who you are and and I think that's something that's so underrated and yes yeah it's underrated that I think we definitely have to practice much more. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I gotta say, I, I probably haven't mastered it or, yeah. you know, spend myself uh, with myself as much time as I should have. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where 2020 is something that I, I would like to do, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think 2020 for me would be not as much change, but would be a pivotal moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it will be yeah. a moment where I have to make decisions whether I would like to, you know, keep on working in Australia, go somewhere else, yeah. uh, do something else. I, I do not know. Yeah. So I think that's where uh, having alone time myself this year would also help to reflect and see what what do I want to do mm-hmm. uh, in the future? Yeah. What do I want to be? Yeah. 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 How's, how's 2020 going to be for you? I hope 2020 will be a lot of reflections, more reflections to come because I, I, I find that from 2019, I've discovered more about myself and I think in 2020, I, I want to keep on discovering more about myself. Yep. And what I mean by discovering more about, about, about myself is going deep in terms of where my intention goes, uh, my thoughts are and trying to like, you say perfect myself in a way. Trying, trying to create the habits and the good intentions. I think that's my main, main, main objectives for 2020. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, you know, I actually want to touch one more thing. When you, you mentioned about the hacks, I actually have one, mm-hmm. uh, one thing that I want to say is, you know how at the start I said that 
a lot, the, our natural instinct to change is resistance, right? Mm. Actually, the the I would say the best way to reflect on change mm-hmm. or to um, encounter change mm-hmm. is actually to accept change, right? So true. I yeah. I, I just read a quote, um, and this comes from a book that I'm currently reading that talks about change. It comes like. Change is an inevitable, whether we like it or not. And most people would resist change endlessly. And as we resist, we are in constant motion trying to adjust. And yet, we still remain unhappy about what is. Mm. But those who react to change by complete acceptance of what is, our minds will be relaxed and composed while the world changes rapidly around us. And in this state of mind, you might discover quite a lot about yourself. And that actually, I think, can sum up my 2019. <laughs> I think that's a good summary for both of us who has been going through a lot of change and uncertainty. Yes. Yeah. Like, instead, to just, instead of resisting it, let's start embracing uncertainty and change. Yeah. yeah. And accept that as a natural part of our lives. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah. We can just feel more relaxed and mindful about it. Yeah, just being just being aware of those changes so that you can just yes. better accept it is, is 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 pretty much enough to just accept change. Yes, to accept change is actually as simple as as yeah. as, as it sounds. It, it sounds too simple, but it's not an easy thing to do. It is not, and yet it it will play a huge part in your you know mental health and your lifestyle and how you perceive things. Yeah, how you perceive life in general. Yeah, how yeah. you perceive those as a flow those instead of wearing something that's very fixed. Well, I think we discussed a lot in this episodes, and I think to sum it up, I think it mainly breaks into uncertainty and change, which is pretty much very similar in, if you think about it. Yes. As you go through a lot of change, and I think as we change from 2019 to 2020, we hope, and I'm, I'm pretty sure change will still be there, with us and I hope that there will be a lot more reflections for us so that there will be more reflect, uh, more learnings uh, in 2020 do you yes. have any last message for the audience no uh, we'd like to wish you all all the best for 2020 really and truly um, be if, if it's an easy year for you or mm. it's gonna be a tough year of change and yeah. uncertainty we really hope that this episode and yeah. what we have gone through and reflection uh, can help and empower your yeah. journey. Yeah. You know, if you have any particular or personal questions to ask, feel free to uh, direct message us on Instagram. Uh, reach out to us, really. We definitely would want to chat with you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or follow us on Instagram at quarterlifehack. Uh, that's where you are able to see uh, and view our latest episode and also the quotes hacks mm-hmm. of the day that's something that we are doing as well yep. uh, to actually empower you throughout your day and throughout your quarter life journey yeah trying to give you guys as much um, hacks or some quotes that we think that is will be much valuable because it has been such valuable to us yes so we like to share that with you all too um, in our Instagram post yep. and I hope that this episode can be something that's relatable to you guys and help you with 2020 yep thank you all for listening again and we'll see you guys next time peace <laughs>